This is the ZMAR Podcast. Elite Benefits of America helps small and mid-sized companies with their health insurance programs. And now, your host, Butch ZMAR. Welcome back to the ZMAR Podcast. Today, we're going to actually dive deep into the American Rescue Plan related to healthcare, the subsidies, and COBRA subsidies. So we're just going to give a high level. Some of the stuff is not rolled out yet, but obviously, it's signed into law. And so I want to walk through some of the things. There's a lot of rumors on the street, so I'm going to clarify some of that. But again, there's still some things that are still being developed. How they're going to implement some of it is going to be um, quite interesting as we move forward. It was similar experience we had when the Affordable Care Act was rolled out. There was a lot of things that we just didn't know right away. Congress has a habit of passing certain uh, verbiage or wording that is vague, and so then they have to do subject interpretation or how they're going to roll it out. There's not two specifics on inside the bill. So there's people trying to figure it out. But the advanced premium tax credit was part of the Affordable Care Act to help reduce premiums. Some uh, will see this on their invoice called APTC, advanced premium tax credit. And so it's reducing the premium through tax dollars being paid. So it's not free money from the government. It's tax dollars going to other individuals that qualify or meet a certain measure. So they're increasing this by a huge amount with this American Rescue Plan, part of the $1.9 trillion bill uh, that was signed into law. So it used to go up to 400% above the poverty limit. They're increasing to 600%. And this is huge because now a family of four could actually qualify for a tax credit that normally would not up to about $159,000. And then if somebody was in a position to retire early, a single person could actually get up to $77,000 worth of income and still qualify for the credit. And a couple, if it's a husband and wife trying to retire, $104,000 if they're under the age of 65. And uh, now they'll qualify for the tax credit and it's going to be much higher too. So they changed some of the variables. So those who are currently receiving tax credit They uh, will be able to, after April 1st, to go back into the exchange. And I would advise using a broker because it could be a little touchy on the button when you go through uh, and just get a little advice as you walk through it and get that tax credit updated to the higher amount to reduce it, unless you prefer not to. When you file the tax return, it's going to get reconciled. So if you choose just to stay status quo on the current advanced premium tax credit, it will be reconciled on the tax return and you'll get the difference in a refund. Supposedly because the IRS actually looks on an annual basis versus month to month and the exchange looks only at a 30-day snapshot, that's one of the reasons they have to reconcile. So the IRS is going to reconcile for the whole year. And so they're basically taking out one rate card, if you want to call it that, and putting a new one in for the whole 2021 year. And so if you... Again, decide that you want to stay in the current situation because you're budgeted the premium that you're paying. It'll get taken care of on the tax return. Plus, if there's any income adjustments throughout the year, you don't have to readjust mid-year because you wanted the bigger tax credit now. This could be good for some people. I know families that are still struggling with the tax credit because the premium has skyrocketed so much. These advanced premium tax credits are nothing more than a band-aid to cover up these big increases to make it seem more affordable. And so the true cost of health insurance is still there. The issue is going to be is when you no longer qualify for this. I didn't see it in in fine print after the signing of the law, but I know leading into it, it, this was going to go up for a period of two years. And so uh, at least for 2021, you have it, possibly 2022 uh, in most cases, unless they decide to push it out further or make some changes in the next 12 months. 
I record this podcast in the state of Illinois, I would say the great state of Illinois. They're, they're claiming, according to HHS.gov, which is Health and Human Services, uh, in the state of Illinois, newly eligible for credits that normally would uh, people or individuals or families that didn't qualify for the credit prior now qualify based on the new law, increase the number by 130,000 people. And so this could be big for those who were a little bit higher above the, ta- the bracket that they were looking for will most likely qualify. And then now there's 19,000 people in the state of Illinois that are now qualified for the benchmark of zero income, zero a subsidy or didn't qualify for out-of-pocket expense subsidies. All of it's going to be reconciled, but there's 19,000 new eligible to actually drastically reduce their pre- um, their their out-of-pocket expenses. And I'm going to get to that too, because the cost sharing credit is huge uh, for the out-of-pocket. So even when you're unemployed, uh, unemployed right now, all you have to do is verify that you are eligible for unemployment benefits, and you automatically qualify for the maximum advanced premium tax credit, which could ultimately lead your premiums to zero. And at the same time, will maximize your cost sharing credit, which means you're going to, you will pay the lowest amount out of pocket in some cases that could be zero just by being unemployment. Because traditionally, unemployment benefits didn't pay out enough money to qualify for a tax credit, especially in the state of Illinois, because the income, Medicaid income brackets were the one of the highest in the country. So it made it harder for lower income to get out of Medicaid and move into the open market where they could receive a tax credit. There's pros and cons with this. Again, I don't know how we're going to repay all this. This is tax dollars. It's not free money. I mean, the government's just going to keep printing, which lowers the strength of the dollar. But this is good for a short-term basis, uh, possibly um, push the economy to a different level. But I, I'm not positive on the long-term gain of this because somebody's going to have to fork over the bill. It's a lot of money being distributed for these healthcare premiums and out-of-pocket expenses. And so it's good for those who could qualify now, but in the long term, I guess we'll have to figure that out as we move forward. Hey gang, ever wonder what it's like to be a small business owner? It's confusing. Weird expenses coming out of nowhere. And when you throw in health insurance, forget it. Nobody understands how that works. If you own a business, big or small, it's one of the biggest expenses you have all year long. And yet, we all wait until open enrollment at the end of the year, and then we think to ourselves, next year, next year I'll get a jump on it. And then it's another year of paying way too much. If you're a business owner, big or small, HR representative that wants to impress the boss, give Butch Zemar of Elite Benefits of America a call. Save yourself or your boss thousands or even tens of thousands of dollars a year. Reach out to Butch right now, 708-535-3006, or shoot him an email, butch at elitebenefits.net. And be sure to check out the Zmar podcast. Don't wait till the last minute. Put Butch Zmar to work for you now. Part of the American Rescue Plan, there was also a COBRA subsidy. So this is an advanced premium tax credit related to COBRA premiums. And so leading into it, they were talking about only going up to 85% of the total premium. And now it's up to 100% of the premiums. Based on our current understanding, it has to be a result of an involuntary loss or reduction of hours. It starts April 1st and goes through September 30th. And that's where the cutoff is. And you'll be able to qualify for the advanced premium tax credit but it's more of a burden for the employer as far as cost to administer and any labor intensive. So you're paying somebody to actually implement this and then there's new paperwork. So 
If you did this internally through your HR department or yourself or office manager, uh, comply with COBRA or Illinois continuation, then uh, you'll have to get updated paperwork. If you're outsourcing it, obviously the third-party administrator will take care of all this for you. But of course, um, there might be additional fees because there's more involved in it. And so as it develops, we'll try to roll out some more information, but just keep in mind the, this will be a game changer for the COBRA compliance side of it. Yeah, you just have to make sure you're updated on the paperwork so that those who do qualify have the option to go ahead and take advantage of it. Now, those who purchase their own health insurance right now, the special enrollment still goes through. It started February 15th, still goes through February, May 15th. So that's February 15th to May 15th. And there's some rules when you apply during the special enrollment. If there's a loss of coverage, which would have been normal for this time of the year for special enrollment procedures, your coverage will start the first of the month following the last date of coverage of your existing policy, assuming that you could show proof that there was a loss of coverage. And it has to be qualifying coverage. So if you're losing coverage related to a short-term medical plan that you decided to jump on because it was cheaper than exchange or you didn't qualify for the tax credit, and so therefore the premiums were lower compared to the retail premiums on the exchange or even off the exchange for that matter, and you wanted to qualify now, the short-term medical normally would have not qualified. And then also it would not be the first of the month following the, the loss of the coverage because it's not a qualifying plan. Qualifying plans are typically another health plan in the marketplace that is Affordable Care Act compliant or typically a employer-sponsored plan is a compliant plan. And therefore uh, that would be qualified as a loss of qualifying coverage and you'll get it the first of the following month. Outside of that, um, whether you have insurance now or you don't, or you don't have qualifying coverage, um, they have a window from the 15th to the 15th. So if you apply by the 15th of the month, you will have it for the first of the following month. So given that right now it is March 18th, when we're recording this, uh, anytime between now and April 15th will be for a May 1st uh, start date. There are exceptions to some of these rules. Uh, I always say the marketplace figures out all those rules when we fill out the application. And so because there's certain questions that trigger the response and start dates, but this is generally speaking for the start date of most people that are applying without the exception to the rule with, based on individual circumstances. Now, just to dive a little bit deeper in one of the statements I made related to the cost sharing credit, some people are not aware of this because it has to fit a magic window is what I call it. Um, it's usually in the middle of the road of the income brackets that they were talking about or they gave guidelines to for this advanced premium tax credit. And so they reduce your out-of-pocket expenses. Instead of paying the published max out-of-pocket of, of uh, 8600 or 8650 or whatever it's at right now, uh, then it'll lower from there and it's incremental. They have some uh, stages, if you want to call it that. And I forget all the stages, but it might reduce it from 8,500 to 5,000. And I'm generalizing here down to 3,000. And in some cases, you'll have a lower deductible. Instead of having a $2,000 deductible on the silver plan, it, it'll, it could be reduced down to zero or it could be incre incrementally in between those two numbers, uh, depending on the carrier you go with. And it's only on the silver plans not the bronze and not the gold the platinums are gone now because nobody was buying them and they didn't want to give a financial incentive to have somebody get a tax credit and purchase a platinum plan and get a whole bunch of services done so you just it would create a financial incentive to utilize healthcare. Uh, not that that's an issue when you actually need it, but it creates an incentive to actually uh, make claims when you normally would not and this is why even on auto insurance perspective 
a lot of insurance brokers and policyholders are not a big fan of having lower deductibles because it creates the financial incentive to actually use it. And so if you had a $500 deductible on your car and you had $1,500 worth of damage, you might be more apt to go ahead and get it taken care of. Most cars, it's not worth the $1,500 these days because uh, car repair is so expensive, but that's just a quick analogy somebody can actually compare it to. But the cost sharing credit is definitely um, a way to reduce the out-of-pocket expenses for those who actually qualify. So more and more people are going to qualify for that. And there is not a way at this moment in time that the IRS could reconcile for that. So even if there was a, your income was off by a little bit or a lot, there is not anything they really could do related to any claim experiences with the lower out-of-pocket. Essentially, the government is reimbursing the insurance company the paying the difference. So the insurance company is going to kick in and pay the difference in out-of-pocket expenses on your behalf, and they're submitting a bill to the, uh, to the federal government using tax dollars to go ahead and pay for that. The same with um, the advanced premium tax credit related to premiums. It gets reconciled in your tax return. I have read that they're actually waiving the reconciliation to pay it back. And so if you are unemployed or underemployed right now and you qualify for the tax credit and you're getting a higher amount, but then halfway through the year you pick up gainful employment or you hours increase, whatever it might be, and that subsidy was supposed to reduce. And even if you did reduce it throughout the year, it gets reconciled in a year, they're not asking for that money back. Prior to this year, uh, if you uh, put in a lower income and you made more, you had to pay the difference back either by some or all of it. Uh, sometimes it was just a percentage, but other cases you had to pay the whole amount back. And so they've um, worded in there that it's just going to be waived for this year. And so I think it's going to continue, but um, for right now, you don't have to pay that back. Again, tax laws change on a regular basis. I'm not a tax advisor, um, so I'm not trying to give tax advice here. It could change because even for 2020, people that had unemployment benefits, now they're still negotiating, trying to figure out if that's tax or not. All those people that file tax returns already may have to amend their power, uh, their return because they changed the regulation. So, and I'm only pointing that out because right now that's what the wording is. Can it change mid-year? Sure. And can it change in the middle of tax season next year? Absolutely. So don't see me for tax advice, but just keep that on the forefront of your mind of um, some of the things when you're starting to do some planning. And all this revolves around planning. Whether you're taking the tax subsidy for or advanced premium tax subsidy for the healthcare, the cost sharing credit, maybe you're leaving your employer because your employer's letting you go and you qualify for the subsidy for COBRA. All these are strategies to help lower premiums. Working with an advisor or a broker is definitely advantageous to make sure you put all your ducks in a row to make sure it's right. On the employer side, uh, for certain, especially with the COBRA offerings, and making sure the paperwork is updated. Definitely plan in advance for this. Get working on it. HR departments are probably already starting to read information and getting it, and third-party administrations or uh, companies are already on this. And so there's people that you could access and resource right now to start uh, implementing some of these things going into April 1st.